Hello, everybody. My name is Juan Carlos, and welcome to OCR and Edited, where we highlight amazing coaches, athletes, and everyday people from the OCR and trail communities for fun, unscripted, and unedited conversations. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Leanne. Now, let me see if I get your last name right. It's Kranz. Yes. Is that how you say it? Yes, Kranz. Uh, Kranz, where does that originate from? Uh, Germany. Oh, so you are Canadian half Canadian half German or you're uh, uh no I'm actually half German half Italian are you yes wow um but I was born in Canada um but my grandparents my grandpa came from um Italy and then my grandma came from Germany and she actually came over in the middle of the war too so oh nice yeah wow that's interesting <laughs> half Italian, half German. Wow. There's a first. I've never heard of that mix before. <laughs> well, there you go. So welcome to OCN. Well, thank you for making time to speak with me today. Uh, it is truly a pleasure to have you on. Um, how are you? Good. And how are you? <laughs> I am great. Thanks for asking. So how's the weekend? Uh, it's been pretty good. I got a workout in this morning. I did my OCR climbing for the week so i was happy to kind of get that out of the way i noticed that you know i i see you not only do you post but i i i i see that you're always training i mean i know what your goals are and we'll we'll talk about them yeah. and yes they are ocr related uh, and i see you training and it's just phenomenal uh, and great awesome to see you uh training and dedicating and having that drive to achieve that goal um in future ocr races it truly is great to see that yeah well i love ocr i will i've only been doing it for since pretty well 2019 so i'm still pretty new but i enjoy it quite a bit <clears throat> okay so first question here is who is leanne kranz who are you tell us a little bit about yourself uh well, I was born and raised on a farm in Deacon, Ontario, so pretty well in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, I've been here pretty well my whole life, except when I went to Montreal for school, and then I moved to Ottawa, and then um, I had my son, Brantley, who's seven years old, and we moved back here. Uh, seven yeah. years old, eh? He's seven, yeah. So, you know, that's going to be a great, that's a great year. It is. He's. He's actually getting into doing Spartan races now and OCR as well. He did actually dead end uh, when he we went it. there. Wow. Yes, he did. He did the kids version. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> I wouldn't think. I, I, I couldn't imagine he's seeing, he's seeing him towing the line with the adults. <laughs> he actually really wanted to. He wanted to jump in with me. <laughs> oh, did he? He did. Well, you know what? Kids now, I mean, kids are not dumb. I mean, they watch what we do. They yeah. see that and they, they try to mimic it, right? So your son, seven years old, he, he, he sees you day in, day out training and running. And I'm sure that he wants to join mommy. So, yes. you know, is that why he now wants to participate? Because of watching you, he's grown. He's been now he's fond of this sport. 
yeah he's actually been exposed to it pretty well since i've started and he'll even yeah. train with me sometimes so if i'm ever doing grip training a lot of times i'll have him hanging on to me while i'm doing my stuff or he'll go and do his own thing and like he's actually deadlifted our trampoline at our house <laughs> oh wow yeah you know. so he's a pretty strong boy so you know what let's save that for a little bit later because um that is just great to hear to to see you know the the young generation watching in you know us older uh people doing ocr knowing that they're the future of ocr and then you know him watching you and getting so excited and wanting to do it you know that's that's just great for the sport but going back to you leanne so how did you get started athletically what was your sport when you were young um, to be honest, I wasn't really the most athletically gifted, we'll say. Um, we'll say grade seven and eight was probably really the only time I was pretty heavy into sports just because um, our elementary school participated in a bunch of, we'll say tournaments and no matter what you were on the team because the class is so small. Yeah. Um, when it came to high school, I did gym class. That's it for one year. And then that's it. Then that's it. I just was not having it. I didn't care. <laughs> so uh, no sports for you until pretty well when I left high school was when I actually started running. Oh. And then um, I'm going to say, was it about five years ago or six years ago? I started playing broom ball and which has been my main sport. You're giving hold me on. that look. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> for everybody that's listening and watching. Let's let let me ask this question. Okay, Leanne. <laughs> what is broom ball? Please. <laughs> okay. So it's pretty well um you're on ice and you're actually running on ice. Um and you have a ball. I'm gonna say how do I explain it? Um bigger than a softball, but smaller than a soccer ball. Okay. Kind of in between. And then your sticks pretty well look like a broom. But they're, they've definitely come a long way. Um, they're more of a plastic head, and they're kind of in the shape of a triangle in a way. So it's, okay, so it doesn't look like a hockey stick with brushes at the bottom of the, of the stick. Well, no, we'll say in the 19, like early 1900s, yes. That's what they actually used was actual brooms. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting better and better by the second. Keep on, keep on, continue please describe um, it but like there's the same amount of players on the ice as hockey like the goalie your defense and your forwards okay. and obviously again you're running and the nets are bigger than a hockey net um oh. and yeah so now and it can be pretty gruesome there's contact there's non-contact so okay so <laughs> now where is this sport played um, so actually, in my area, it's become pretty popular to have, um, what do they call it, like kind of recreational games and yeah. things like that. And it's co-ed, so men and women play together. Um, but then there's also like regional championships and nationals, provincials, worlds as well, too. Um, oh, wow. I've, played, I've gone to regionals three times, provincials three times, and nat nationals twice. And I've actually played for the province of Alberta at nationals before. And then nationals with my own hometown team here. <laughs> that is awesome. 
you know what? I'm gonna go and YouTube this. Yeah, definitely. For myself, Actually, because now yeah, this is really interesting. I didn't know this was a sport. <laughs> Yeah, actually, you can probably even Google our um, national, we'll say gold medal side or gold side B game. It's Valley Lakers versus Team Extreme. Okay. And I will I'll send that. you like all the contact. Yeah, you know what? Send me a link. I, I got to see this. I got to see this with a wife. I have... It's super, super fun. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Okay. So, <laughs> there's broom ball that's what you played so yeah so you I still play that in the winter too so i still play play that okay yeah but you've always been running yeah well it's more of like the occasional like 5k 10k for charity and things like that i've done one half marathon which was part of the ottawa race weekend so that's pretty much it i'm not really i was never really the hardcore runner i never set prs or anything like that so until recently (laughs) until recently yeah so you've been running uh and so you've been doing 5ks 10ks you know did a half half marathon so when did you discover ocr so this is a really funny story the only reason I started an OCR was because a friend of mine had actually gotten tickets off of Groupon for $30 (laughs) yeah I remember those days (laughs) and we had no idea what a Spartan race was at the time yeah and so she kind of googled it a little bit but she never really gave me any inside info my cousin actually ran quite a few ultras but she never really explained to me what they were. So we showed up and, and I think this was, it was more in Heights. We show up to more in Heights and I look up and people are going up a hill, carrying stuff, climbing over cargo nets. And I'm like, what did I get myself into? <laughs> and um, we got to the starting line and um, I think we were probably about four kilometers in and let's just say I was crying. Cause like it, I was so tired and so beat down. I'm like, how do you guys do this for fun? Why do you guys do this for fun? Like, how are you running by me right now? <laughs> and oh. so when I crossed that finish line, I was so happy with myself and within probably about 10 minutes, I'm like, I'm going to do another one. <laughs> that is the biggest, you know, I think everybody says that at the beginning when they do an OCR race, I'm not or a Spartan mm-hmm. race or whatever. It doesn't matter. As soon as they do an OCR race, those are the, those are the thoughts that runs through everybody's mind. What are people yeah. doing? What am I doing here? Why am I, why am I killing myself? What, what, why am I here? <laughs> yeah. Like I was literally saying to myself, I'm like, why should I climb over this wall when I can just literally walk around it and keep going? <laughs> There's so many options, but yet the only one I have is to go over it. Yeah, literally. This is the dumbest thing. (laughs) Why am I doing this to myself? Yeah, that's literally what I was saying to like, like my friends and everything. I'm like, why? So what year was that? 2019. 2019. Yes. Okay. So those same thoughts ran through my head when I did... Spartan back in 2013 2013 or yeah 2013 I think it was the first time that I did an OCR race and then I re- and I asked myself those same questions what 
WTF, <laughs> FML, for those that, if you know what those <laughs> abbreviations yep. mean, then you know what I'm talking about. And uh, yeah, and, but I remember crossing the finish line and just being so happy. It's like, I did it. It was really hard and I did it. Now I want to do it again. And yeah, literally. So that was my exact thought. <laughs> yeah. So you did it back in 2019. Yeah. And your first experience was exactly what you described. What the hell yeah. am I doing here? Why is this? Why is yeah. this here? <laughs> I could have gone grocery shopping. Yeah. So you did it. You finished cross line and you want to do another one. So what point did you realize, wait, uh, I actually like this? Or was there a favorite obstacle that actually, you know, got you thinking like, whoa, wait, I can do this? You know, at what point did you figure, you know what, um, that you got hooked and that you wanted to go back and back and back over again to do it? Um, I think it was, it was the Brimic, was it Brimicone, the one that was right after Morn Heights? Gotcha. Um, and that was that was pretty well my next race. And so when I got there, it was actually me and my dad that went. And oh, nice. he was there waiting for me because he was like, Well, in case you can't drive home, you're too sore, too tired, you break a leg, I don't know. At least I'll be able to drive. <laughs> like, <Break a> leg. <laughs> you um, literally can. <laughs> yeah literally um it was actually during probably the bucket carry when i was going i guess down the hill and i was like you know what this is tough but this is also fun at the same time i'm gonna keep doing this i'm hooked <laughs> and i was warned actually by my cousin that once i did one i'm gonna want to do another but i didn't understand why and now i do <laughs> yeah so i i'm sorry to confuse with the question that i asked because a lot you know people normally get hooked after their first race mm -hmm. it's like now the curiosity now it's like wait i can do this man that was fun and exciting and now it was tough and it was hard and i'm tired but i, I can do this and then you go back and then that's how you know that you're hooked but at what yeah. point did you realize wait that was my favorite obstacle or wait oh my god i want to do it again so i can do this or i can do that um i'm gonna say like do you mean which obstacle yeah, obstacle or obstacles. Um, I'm gonna say probably the hoist and any like really any of the heavy carries that I had to do, just because I have such a strong weightlifting background. Okay. Um, so any of really like the heavy carries or the heavy lifts or heavy pulls, I didn't really have much trouble with. But when it came to like the grip strength, well, that was a whole new story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I need to keep doing this. This is fun. <laughs> so when you're suspended in air, holding onto something, that's where you were. That's where you're the weakest. Yeah. 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 Hands down. But now it's different because you've been training at that. Yeah, it's definitely come a long way. There's obstacles I never thought I'd be able to do, like in dead end race. I yeah. thought for sure there was this one obstacle I was gonna get my band cut, but I had absolutely no trouble doing it. So. <laughs> No, of course. Now, you so you did your first race. Um, did you continue doing Spartan races or did you do other OCR um, races? Um, no. So I've just done Spartan races. And then I've also, again, just done the Denon race. That's the only other really, I guess, OCR race I've done. Other now, than those Spartan. two are very different from each other. Very yes. different. 
So now, sorry, Spurn, that I need to do this, but what's your favorite, Spurn or Dead End Race? I mean, I've done them both, and I like both of them. Um, so like with the Spartan, I obviously like, I haven't been able to really kind of show my speed or anything like that, just because it's been a whole two years and obviously it's gotten pretty different, but, um, I'm going to probably have to say the dead end race. I like better just because it's more obstacle heavy and it's really showing me what I need to work on. And the fact that my fear of heights is still a little there. (laughs) You know, I love Spartan races. I'm a Spartan athlete. But I love dead-end race. Uh, I've done it before uh, numerous times, and I love it. One, because it, it's not only Canadian, but it has that Canadian-esque about it. Mm-hmm. Right? When you, when you do a dead-end race, that's Canadian. That's ours. <laughs> it, and it has that Canadian feel, and I truly love that. And I just like the variety of of different obstacles and in the way they they set out the course and they organize the course for all the yeah. athletes it is truly great and then that's for and it also fits every fitness level yeah not to say that spartan doesn't but spartan is really different i think with spartan it's more like of more running a lot more running whereas dead end like it's very technical you have to have a lot of grip strength (laughs) and you hit it right on the nose with that one yes dead end race is grip driven is so much upper body um and then spartan is the opposite there's a lot more trail running uh there's a huge percentage of trail running that you're going to be doing but yes there's obstacles numerous obstacles that you have to do some are easy some are you know medium level of difficulty and then you got your advanced obstacles now you came into you you came in doing ocr in 2019 which is unfortunate and i say that because of the pandemic so how with you coming into ocr in 2019 and you know getting that switch like i gotta i want to do this now i want to start training all of a sudden the pandemic hits like how was was that difficult for you or yeah um because like ever since i started working with sean i noticed like a lot of my weaknesses and a lot of my strengths and so we've been working a lot on those and i was getting pretty bummed when the pandemic hit because i wasn't going to be able to to see how I've come since I started back in 2019. Yeah. For those that don't know, can you explain to everybody who is Sean and and, and the um, and the organization or the team that he runs? Yeah. So Sean is my coach and he is the obviously the coach for Outlaw OCR. He's amazing. He's awesome. Uh, yeah. I definitely went <laughs> what I'm doing right now. So Sean, you're the best buddy. Yeah. So it's unfortunate this happened. The pandemic hits and I mean, that really hasn't affected you so much because you've maintained that, you know, you've, you've kept training all throughout. Yeah. yeah. And you, you have a good um, team with you. I do. Um, they're pretty, they're very encouraging. We're always keeping contact with each other and everything like that. So, and then also with my family too, they're pretty supportive and yeah, I couldn't ask for anything better. Yeah. So 
you know, I, I have to agree with you that, you know, you got a great team. Sean uh, and, and, and the team, the all OCR. Sean, for those that don't know and, you know, you want to reach out, is his uh, Sean Filetro. Uh, like she said, it's outlaw OCR. Um, he's been training you for the the recent or the upcoming, which is in one week away, uh, Spartan race Red Deer in Alberta. It's the first trifecta that's happening here in Canada. We're all excited. I'm going. Uh, I know Sean's going, and we. I knew that you were going. So I'm going to yeah. turn the table over to you and you can tell us as to why you're not going. Uh, so unfortunately, there's been some family kind of family things going on. And unfortunately, I can't go. It yeah. kind of breaks my heart. I let myself be mad for a few hours. And then I said, you know what? I told Sean and he's like, let's just let this fuel your fire for Blue Mountain. I was like, let's exactly. go. <laughs> exactly. And you made the right call. Sometimes yeah. it's really hard for us to make decisions, you know, tough decisions, and it really puts us down. But really, you know what? That's life. Yeah. You know what? Let that fuel you. Like exactly what Sean said, let that fuel you for Blue Mountain. My God, that's going to be truly epic. Yes. That's where the I've World Championships was. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Um, the OCR World Championships started out in 2015 in Ohio. That's it's, That's where it started. And then it came to the second place was Blue Mountain at Blue Mountain. And that was a lot of athletes will say that Blue Mountain uh, World Championships was the most memorable and just amazing event experience that an, an athlete uh, will has have uh, has experienced. So I can't believe it. I'm happy that it's happening there because you're going to love it. Yeah. And I've actually never been to Blue Mountain, so I'm really excited. I hear it's so beautiful there, too. So, Oh, my God. You've never been? <laughs> no. It is beautiful. You're going to love it. Oh, my God. Are you taking your son? Yes. He's oh, forget it. He's going to love it. <laughs> he's going to be doing the kids, too. And I'm trying <laughs> to see if I can get him into competitive because he's going to be eight. So I'm not sure if he'll be old enough yet. So. And there's also kids, uh, like a kids section that he can go and play at. Uh, little rides here and there all right so okay. he's gonna have i'm telling you he's gonna have so much fun yeah because he did go to the world championships with me and i know they had kind of like a little kids play area there and so he had a blast there too so yeah oh yeah he's gonna love it <laughs> he is gonna love it that's gonna be one of his best experiences ever so now so I guess now your training now needs to change because the, the, the topography or let's say the landscape is really different. Red Deer, Alberta is more of a flat course. Yeah. Blue Mountain is very different. So you're going to be going up and down some heavy, some steep hills over there at Blue Mountain. So I guess um, you and Sean are going to be working on a different plan. I'll come up with a, some sort of a, a different plan training for you to get you prepared for uh, Blue Mountain. Yeah. So, well, for Red Deer, we were doing a lot of flat and speed yeah. running. So we were doing a lot of that. And then also like heavy carries and stuff like that. Um, now for Blue Mountain, I already have a feeling I'm going to be doing a lot of incline training on my incline trainer here, which goes up to 40%. So <laughs> I'm prepared. Get on it. <laughs> get on it. That's all I can say to you. Just get on it and just start doing it. You're going to do amazing. 
the way you've been training up to now, uh, doing that, you know, doing a lot of flat running and, you know, working on your speed now incorporate everything else. And I'm sure that Sean's going to tell you the same thing and do that. Get that incline going start now. And yeah. you know what? You're going to be great. You're going to be so ready. I I'm excited to see you run. <laughs> I'm you. finally excited to get out there. Like I've been counting down the days and now I have to wait like another month. So, <laughs> or two months. Yeah. I know. Well, actually, no, it's just one month. Oh, one month. We're in September. It's in October. Oh yes. Well, it's not till the end of October though. Right. Just the 23rd. Call it a month. Sorry. That's all. Sorry. Just call it a month. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you got me thinking. It's like, wait, she's right. It's two months. It's like, oh, why you gotta go I there? Know. Sorry. <laughs> so, talk to us about how your training has uh, has. Uh, talk to us about your training when you started and how it's progressed up to now and how you're doing. Um. So, really, before I started working with Sean, um, I wasn't doing like any speed work. I wasn't doing any like really hill training at all um I was I was doing like kind of like CrossFit style workouts was what yeah. I was pretty well doing um I always did strength training so dumbbells bench press squats deadlifts things like that and when I'd run I'd pretty well run maybe I don't know five ten k at a time and at that point like 5k believe it or not was pretty what was tough and 10k too so Okay. Um, but now um, I'm easily like he has me doing like OCR simulations he has me doing speed work once a week um, we do a recovery one, run once once a week and then we do a long run once a week and then we do an OCR simulation or an OCR climbing session once a week yeah. so and then wow. a couple strength trainings in there so wow yeah he's got you he's got you busy He's got me busy. Um, so I'm usually up at four in the morning um, because that's really the only time I can really fit it in. So, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, sometimes I find myself waking up really early to train because of family and then because of my work now. But yeah. yeah, you're right. And then I find myself also training in the evening, trying yeah. to get that, you know, that work in there. Uh, you know, like I keep on saying this, you want to see results. You mean, you may not like the training you may not like the workout but you would love yeah. the results so you put will, the like, work in yeah like it's not hard now workout. but yeah you're gonna love it when you achieve that goal you're gonna be yeah. so happy and ecstatic yeah like once like you get like you reach your goal you do your accomplishment like all those tough workouts that went as planned all those workouts that didn't go as planned are gonna be worth it in the end um, how has your nutrition changed? Um, I'm definitely like, it hasn't really changed too much because I've always been a pretty healthy eater. Um, but I do um, eat, we'll say I'm, I definitely eat more and I like to pre-plan my food for the week. So I look at my training schedule and what Sean has planned for me. And then I kind of set out what I'm going to be eating that day to kind of set me up for that day. And then the next day. So I'm pretty, that's, I like routine. <laughs> you know what? That's great that you like routine because I didn't before. And now with my wife, who's my nutritionist, she takes care of my meals. 
uh, for the both yeah. of us, uh, the family. Uh, she does a really good job of, you know, setting out the course, uh, the, the food for, all, for for the week, which makes it so much easier. It's a lot lighter now, I feel, and I feel so much better. So now that you have your nutrition on point, you've got your training on point, um, what would you say is your strongest or your favorite or strongest distance do you do you like the short races or do you find yourself liking the 10 or 20 or or more um, longer distances i'm gonna say i'm definitely i i like the supers a lot better um just because it, it's kind of that in between distance yeah um but yeah I haven't okay. gone any further than a beast. I've never done an ultra. So the beast is the furthest I've gone. Now, in an ultra, is that something that you would like to do? Uh, yeah, definitely in the future. Um, I know, was it, I think it was back in 2020 when I was going to attempt an ultra. Um, but I guess like my body is super sensitive to um, the longer distances. So I did actually end up becoming... I guess it's it's over overtrained or starting to get burnt out. Yeah. And I remember during one of my 7K runs, it was just supposed to be a recovery and it was the toughest thing for me to do. Like I was struggling trying to hold a seven kilometer or seven minute per kilometer pace. So I knew at that point that's when I had to pull the ropes back and yeah. maybe wait a few years to get a little bit more training under my belt before I really attempt something like that. Wow. So yeah, you know what? Stick to the ten case. <laughs> Don't go. But Sean you know, does have me um, uh, working up to the longer distances. So I've done a twenty-six kilometer run. So that's good. That's the first I've gone so far. <laughs> well, you know what? Little by little. You know, yeah. it's like it's like a baby. Before it walks, it has to crawl, and before yeah. it runs, you have to walk. So, little by little, trust the process. You will get there. And yeah. You know what? You and never know. You never know. You may change your mind in a year and say, "You know what? I love ultras. Now I want to do it." Yeah. <laughs> well, my cousin keeps trying to get me to do an ultra with her because she's yeah. like, "You'd be so good at pacing me." I'm like, first of all, I've never go. I've never gone beyond a beast." <laughs> there you go. So we'll see. <laughs> you know what? Uh, yeah. You know, with, with with training, of course, anything with training, you know, you get yeah. better at. So. You're going to be just fine. Mm -hmm. So now that you're looking forward, actually, before uh, before I move on, was there something, uh, out of, you know, out of Red Deer, Alberta, Spartan Race that you were looking forward to doing, that you were looking forward to? Uh, participating in my first elite race was really the big thing I was yeah. excited for. I know. I know. <laughs> you don't understand me and the wife. We're like, oh. like, we were so bummed when you couldn't go. I know. <laughs> uh, but it's okay. Like you said, fuel. Let us be your fuel. And we can't wait to see you at Blue Mountain. <laughs> oh, you're going to have so much fun. I, I'm um, excited. Hey, well, yeah. Regarding now, let me, you, you mentioned your son now, and he did his, uh, he did an OCR race, and he's excited. And he, I'm sure that he's excited to do the, the next one. So you're going to have him yeah. on the Blue Mountain one. You know yes. what? I would love to have him on. Uh, oh my god because i have a i have a um in the month of april uh next year god willing uh i'm gonna have a 
I, I have this initiative that I did with uh, that I'm doing with kids that are young OCR athletes that I like to shine a spotlight on worldwide. And I did it this year. I don't know if you've seen that. And so I had in the month of April, I had all these young kids, uh, boys and girls, just amazing, true, talented kids that are coming into the sport at a really early age. And they're growing in the sport. And they're so amazing, incredibly amazing athletes. And they're growing and in, into the sport. And so, hey, that would be a nice, uh, a nice little, you know, to have your son in here and uh, do a little segment on him. Just ask him a few simple questions and then, you know. Um, oh, he likes to talk, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be something that maybe you can think about. Of course, with your permission only, that can only happen. Yeah. But that's something you can think about. That would be nice to have and do uh, yeah. before Blue Mountain. Absolutely. That'll get him all excited. Oh, for sure. After for that, sure. he's going to want to run elite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's Actually, famous. One day, one day when we were training, it was, I think it was in the summer. Was it 2020? Yeah, because it was when we first got locked down that summer. Okay. And I had my bucket in the field and I was getting ready to do my little route. And all of a sudden he rips his shirt off. And he's running towards me and he's like, mom, I want to be like those men in those elite races. I'm going to be just like them. And he just starts running towards me. I was like, you go, dude. <laughs> wow. See, there you go. What good of a reason than <laughs> to bring him on and have him talk about that. That is awesome. That is truly awesome. Yeah. Um, so now... Getting back to you with OCR, um, what is your favorite obstacle? And I think that you mentioned you like the heavy carries because of, you know, you did weight training in, in, in the previous, but is there a, you only done Spartan and you only done dead end race. So yeah, what is your favorite Spartan obstacle? What is your favorite dead end obstacle? Dead end uh, my favorite. My favorite Spartan obstacle, I'm going to have to say was, um, I was, we were in West Virginia for the North American championships and it was, it's the one where you have to, what is it called? You're climbing up a rope along this wall and you have to climb over, um, the vertical, it might be that one. The vertical with no cargo net. Maybe. I know you had to climb up a rope. I can't remember what it's called, but that's my favorite. <laughs> wow. Um, oh, it's not, is it, is it not devil's table? Um, no, uh, I'm trying to think of it because they had it this year at uh, the West Virginia race. Okay. So is it a flat board that you have to get on top of and then there's the cargo net? Yes. That's the vertical oh. 2.0. Okay, sorry. It's no, there's yeah, it's that one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching that one because of because that may be in Alberta. Mm-hmm. So I've been looking at YouTube and how people are doing it, so I can be prepared for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was probably my favorite one actually, because when I was in West Virginia for the North American Championships in 2019, I'm gonna say about 80% of those obstacles I had never seen before. So I kind of had to watch somebody go through it before I attempted it. So yeah. I didn't get disqualified or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. So. 
you are lucky to have gone to the place that I am still waiting to go beginning. I am truly hoping to get there for 2022, West Virginia. That's one of my like go-to places that Seattle, Tahoe, yeah. and uh, I, I'm going to say Colorado or Utah, but yeah, you're lucky. And so how was that experience? Oh my gosh, it was West Virginia was so fun. It's such it's such a nice area. Because um, me and my dad actually rented a vehicle and we drove there. So it took us Oh, gosh, because we actually had to pick up our passports in Ottawa before we left. So we were on the road for probably about 16 hours. And I had to race wow. the next day. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. What? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he drove the entire way there poor dad he he's honestly like he's the most supportive person like all through this like um yeah when i had had crossed the finish line actually in west virginia he had like the biggest smile on his face and um i guess he had kind of knew that i had already qualified for the world championships this was age group by the way so Um, he had kind of had an idea that I had already qualified. And so when we went over to, um, uh, I guess the results tent, um, I looked at how I placed and then I looked and I was like, oh my God, I qualified. And I turned around he's like, so when are we booking our flights to Tahoe? And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? And he's like, no, let's go. So little, little did we know we were going. So you know talk about being a supporter to do a 16-hour drive (laughs) that should tell you that he is yeah absolutely you know what congrats to you to having that type of support system around you that surrounds you that keeps you grounded puts a smile on your face and that just brings all those good benefits yeah uh, to uh, to you um it is just remarkable to have that and to see and to see and to hear you say that your dad is your biggest supporter to take you there and then to have that big smile at the end of the line at the end of the, at the finish line that's just great that is awesome yeah um oh, but yeah man. the obstacles there though i will say like they were very hard i do have one i guess one of the photographers took a photo of me on one of these obstacles and it was i think the beater where those bars spin and I was going across. And as soon as I grabbed that spinning one, my face just went, Oh my gosh. And like, I hung on, I'm like, how the heck am I going to get to the next bar? So I'm watching this one guy go beside me and I'm like, okay, that's how you do it. So that's how I'm going to do it too. (laughs) And I'm hanging there for probably a good, we'll say 40 seconds (laughs) before I took off and did the rest of the obstacle. But you did it. I did it. I did do it. Finally. There you go. So you did it. That's that's all that matters. Yeah. You know what? That that's awesome. That's a great experience to have and to not only make you, you know, bring happiness to you but also motivate you to your next step. Yeah. Absolutely. And, then, and, and now here we are. You're you're training with Sean. You're getting ready for blue. Oh my god. There's so many good things are happening here for you yeah oh my god so what motivates you leanne who is your biggest Uh, inspiration um 
Uh, I'm going to probably, well, obviously my son, because I want to be a good role model to him and he's a very energetic kid. So the fact that I'm motivating him and things like that, he's probably my biggest motivator (laughs) because he's all like, he's been there cheering for me too. Like he's been there. So, and also seeing the smile on his face when I cross the finish line is also. That is awesome. That is truly awesome. Now, do you what do you wear what ocr shoes do you wear when you uh when you race um so i actually go between two different pairs i do wear vj shoes um the max max i think they are it's the yellow one yeah and then i also have the topo run venture shoes um because i do have wider feet so sometimes like if i wear Uh, my VJs for one race sometimes I may switch out my other ones just because my feet don't like to be kind of snugged in as much as they are yeah Yeah, I know what you mean I know my little guy he really wants a pair of mine so I've been kind of emailing VJ to kind of make a kid's version (laughs) not a bad idea not a bad idea with the amount of kids now coming into the sport you're gonna start seeing that happening yeah absolutely So I hope it's Vijay that does it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, because that's going to be a huge market of these young kids coming into the sport of OCR. It's like they're going to need shoes. Yeah, yeah, because like I've actually tried looking for a pair for him and I've only come across really two other pairs that kind of have those specific, um, I guess, kind of lugs that you're looking for. Um, but yeah. Yeah, but you got to watch how high or how, you know, how how um long, long they are how long they are because you don't want to lose the stability especially when you're doing the technical or uh aspect yeah. of um, in your trails you don't want to be mm-hmm. too high that your that the that your stability on you know for every contact on the you know yeah contact yeah. on the ground um is you know a little wobbly and unstable that you can easily roll your ankle yeah that, that, that that's that's my biggest worry when it when it comes to um and then for example blue mountain uh yeah that's one of them and so you you mm-hmm. need to pick the right shoe be to be able to um do the technical aspect of of the trails yeah. there like yeah. i'm definitely gonna say my vjs are a lot better for that stuff like yeah. if i go out on the trails mo- like i will wear the vj shoes which is why i definitely need to get another pair because they're really wearing down so <laughs> i need to get another pair for blue mountain you know a vj send us a discount <laughs> um yeah so any shout outs um uh no (laughs) (laughs) well yes you do sean sean oh yes of course to my amazing coach he's been there if i've ever needed a change he's been happy to change my program for me um even with my busy schedule he's managed to make it work for me and yeah he's really he's gotten me to where i am today so i definitely thank him quite a bit (laughs) yeah oh he's such a great guy now do you train on your own or do you train in, in, in a group? Um, I train on my own. Um, the odd time I'll have somebody kind of join me gotcha. at the track. Um, but most of the time I'm just training by myself. 
Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I train on my own. I kind of like it. But no, yeah. not, not always. I, I also go to one academy to train um because they do a lot of ocr simulation within their classes that really helps me out yeah but i got a just in my backyard i i, have, I keep on mentioning this you know i have a, a grip strength driven obstacle that i developed so i go for runs come in i do like go to the back and train so i'm happy <laughs> yeah i i don't have to go to a facility <laughs> but yeah, i actually, do go to one academy i i love you guys yeah <laughs> actually my dad again he built me my kind of own little uh he built monkey bars for me he built me a rope climb he built me a hoist um he even built me a wall that transforms from a four foot wall to an eight foot wall and then i also have tires here too so <laughs> your dad is awesome he is he truly truly is we gotta get him on this I mean, he looks like, you know what? I could use him. I, there's some stuff that I like to do, you know, build back here. <laughs> Maybe I can call him and contract him. <laughs> That's not a bad yeah, idea. And actually, I'm trying to see if we can make, start making, is it a, the Triverse? Um, Traverse, with the two yeah. Poles and the rope? Yeah, that one. I'm, we're going to see about making that next. So. <laughs> wow. Soon, all of us are going to be going over to your place to train. <laughs> oh my god leanne it's been such a true pleasure to have you on to talk to you get to know you for all of us viewers and listeners i mean she is just remarkable if people wanted to get in touch with you if they wanted to ask you questions about your training or your goals and this whatever the case how can they reach you um i do have instagram uh it's called girl with no quit and then i do have facebook as well too so leanne krantz you can just type in that and I'll come up. <laughs> there you go. She'll There's come up. There's not many of me in the world. So <laughs> that's, that's very true. That's very true. Um, so once again, it's thank you so much for making time to speak with me. It's truly a pleasure. Um, for everybody that's listening and watching, I hope you guys learned as much as I have. You know, she's truly, she's working hard, putting the work in. She, you're going to see her at Blue Mountain, Spartan Race Blue Mountain Trifecta weekend in October. I think it's the end, uh, the last week of October that it's going to happen there. Yeah, 23rd, 24th, I believe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah it is. So you guys, uh, if you have any questions, reach out to her. Uh, Leanne, thank you so much. It was just, it's fun. I, thank you. I had a blast talking to you, getting to know you. Um, and I truly can't wait to see you at Blue Mountain uh, run and to cheer you on. I'm, I'm so excited to get there and, and meet a whole bunch of new people and things oh. like that and cheer on my other teammates as well, too, because I know they'll be there. And a few of them, I think, are going to be doing the ultra, so. Oh, my God. I wish I could do the ultra, but I can't because yeah. uh, the national race, the national series race is a 21. Yeah, the series. Ah, so that really takes me out of the ultra, but it's OK. I'll yeah. do it another time. Uh, so any last words? Uh, no. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I had fun. This was a lot of fun. I really wanted you to have fun and just enjoy, have a good experience. And it's like I told you when we started, um, it's like two buddies having a conversation. 
Yeah, absolutely. And that's really, that was my goal and we did it. And I'm glad that you had fun. I did. Um, Yeah. Other than that, you take care, have a good weekend. Um, And you know what? Think about it. Think about your little boy and you guys coming on uh, a week or two before Blue. Yeah, we can do an episode. absolutely. I think he'd have fun. Yeah, exactly. Fun. Get them all excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, other than that, everybody, you guys take care. You guys, uh, everybody, be safe. Practice social distancing. Get vaccinated, please. Um, Leanne, you take care. Have a good weekend, and I'll talk to you soon. Uh, and keep training. Stay positive. I'll see you at Blue. You. you take care. Thank you. Bye.